Introducing From the Glove Box, an automotive podcast with Mike and Tony Tadage, the father-son team and owners of Team T Automotive in Northern Indiana. Hey, Mike and Tony Tadich here uh, with you another ep- with another episode from the Glove Box. Uh, reminder to all of you: we're independent, independent, independent automotive shop owners in Northern Indiana. So, TMT Automotive in the South Bend, Indiana, and area. Uh, been at this for just a couple years, about thirty nine or so. I think Tony's been w- working with me for four or five years. He says twenty, but you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, we're here with another episode. Uh, we're, uh, all makes all models, uh, a to Z service centers, uh, like a lot of our friends out there in the country that do that. So make sure you find your good independent service center in your city, state, town, across the country. There's a whole bunch of great, uh, service centers that, uh, I know Tony and I are, uh, have a lot of good friends with those, uh, um, throughout the country and stuff. So there's great, uh, shops. Do you know there's more independent service centers across the United States of America than there are Starbucks? Think about that. Put that into perspective. So, uh, how are you doing today, Tony? I like the independence of my ship. Independence of his ship. Hmm. <clears throat> but how are you doing? That was the question. Oh. He, never, he never answers a question directly. So the question was, how are you doing, Tony? great yeah this is a kid is uh being the oldest of our three we were always trying to get to exert his feelings a little bit i was gonna say you should know better than ask me about my feelings you can uh, get it answered 25 years ago and i know your mom's still trying though what's gonna change in the 35th year well we're just trying to hope that you grow a little bit that's that's what we're that's where we're growing a lot i know you're growing in 275 and got, got four kids and yeah, he's he's growing the family for sure. So, hey, the subject uh, that we talked about uh, today is, you know, for you consumers out there, you've got a, let's say, a three, four, five-year-old car, six-year-old car, doesn't really matter, and you've got certain things going on. It's like, where do I take it to get it repaired? Do I take it, you know, back to the dealer, back to the, you know, whatever brand it is, which plenty well, of good like ones. the uh, independence of my ship. Well. There's plenty of good ones out there and stuff. Or do you go to a, you know, do you go to one of the specialty shops that just do oil changes or tires or whatever? Or do you go to somebody like what we are, which is an independent service center that services all makes, all models, you know, takes care of much, pretty much A, a to Z where you can, regardless of the brand of car that you have in your garage or truck, um, you can bring all of those. So let's let's talk about a couple of the differences of these. Obviously, I think I'll, I'll lead this off, I guess, you know, if you've got a brand new car and you've got some warranty, the dealer requires you to bring it back to them uh, to fix anything that they cover. There's a big fallacy out there that I've got to take it to the dealer for um, any services while it's under warranty, which is not true. If you're paying, so here's a, here's a simple tip of this. If you have to pay for something, you have the freedom as an American to take your car wherever you want to take that. If it is a right to repair, act, right to repair act, which is something that our independent uh, service centers have fought hard for, for not only us, but for the consumer. So you have the right to repair it. And it's the same thing with, with most everything. If you want to, you know, buy a boat and 
you know, you don't have to take it back to that specific Marine or whatever to repair it, but the same thing. So you have the right if you're paying for it. So just please understand that as long as you go to a good qualified certified service center and get your oil changed or your brakes or tires or whatever it is, you have the right as a consumer to take that anywhere. But what else are some of the differences between uh, independence and dealerships, Tony? The main difference is what an independence focus is and what a dealership's focus is. It, so what, so the independent shop is focused on fixing your car and making your car last a long, long time. So that brings up a really good point. So Tony's telling you, which I think is, is, is a factual statement is the independent is focused on working for the consumer where we're, if you want to, drive that car 150,000 miles or you want to own it for 300,000 miles, we can help you uh, do that. We don't really care if you go, if you want to buy a new car, then please, because you like the way it looks, smells, drives, then go buy one. But if you want to make a car last a long time, then go do that. There's nothing in it for the independent service center to say, go buy a new car. We're a dealership, um, a, a manufacturer, does eventually want that car to wear out. So you go buy a new, you know, whatever brand that is. Yeah. And and you got to remember too. So everybody that is in a um, independent automotive center is centered around fixing your car. There are people that are in a dealership setting that are not only incentivized to fix your car, but may also be incentivized to sell you a new car or get you over to the used car side of things, or something along those lines. is an independent automotive service center, and I don't want to speak for dealerships because I'm not a dealership, so that's why I say I like the independence of my ship. Um, is an independent automotive service center, my goal is to make your car return to a safe and reliable condition and to last as long as you want it to last. I don't have any other ulterior motive other than repairing your car. So a dealership, you don't know whose ulterior motive could be there. Maybe the service advisor is getting a, a kickback for getting you into a new car or a used car. Um, maybe the technician's getting a kickback for that. So they're focused on selling new cars, used cars, doing service, selling parts, and also a lot of times body shop and detail center. And all we care about is fixing your car and getting it back on the road to you as fast as humanly possible and correct and back to safe condition. Well, and Tony brought up very, very good points and very good changes. And believe me, there's plenty of dealerships and brands that are, they're awesome. will you know, do, do awesome jobs and stuff. We're just trying to give you a little perspective from the independent side. As Tony talked to you about the right to repair or the right for you to choose as a consumer to fix it anywhere. We also fight for another right. And the right is for the right, for the information to fix the car properly. So it's a big battle that most consumers don't know about that independent shops spend a lot of money each year to make sure that manufacturers release information on how, why the check engine light comes on and how to fix this and that and all those other things. So independents pay a lot of money for the use of this information so we can fix that car properly. And that's something that we fight very hard for. So, and uh, and the point I'd really want to make with this is most full service independent service centers like ours can take care of every single need 
on your automobile, power window motor, computer problem, check engine light, brakes, um, heater that doesn't work, air conditioner that doesn't work. All those things can be done at a good qualified uh, uh, independent service center because we train our people well and we pay for the information to know how to fix it well also. So that fallacy that I've got to take, you know, let's say my BMW back to the dealer because of what it is, it's just plain not the truth because most independents, good, solid, long-term independents with a good history, with good trained technicians and good trained advisors that can help you through that process can fix every single thing on your car without you ever having to go to two or three or four different places. Yep. Um, so that's just a little bit about, uh, you know, the differences in that and stuff. Again, no disrespect to anybody and stuff, but I think the one point I'd leave you with is this, is no independent shop really cares about, you know, you buying a new car. And if you don't think that any manufacturer of automobiles eventually wants that car to wear out, so you can go buy a new car of theirs, you're sadly mistaken. They do want attrition. They do want them to wear out eventually. And if you want to buy a new car, you can do that. If you want to make it last 20 years and drive it till 400,000 miles, your good independent service center like TMT Automotive can make that happen as well. So that's a little bit from Mike and Tony Tadich, independent shop owners from the Glove Box. Hey, Mike and Tony Tadich, independent shop owners, uh, coming back at you from the glove box. Uh, we got a call that's asking about, hey, I'm I'm buying a car online or I'm buying a car from Carvana or um, is it Vroom? Vroom. Yeah, see, I always screw that one up. You know, one of these places where he they... calls it Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, okay. Well, Zoom. I go Zoom, is Zoom how you talk to people. On, I go on Zoom meetings all the time. Yeah, but, but it's now called, I'm on Teams sometimes room. too, so I got yeah, that thing Teams going on. Sucks. Oh, okay. Can't. There's another negative to another brand. Anyhow, it's you're, the you, you want to buy a car online? You want to buy a car from Carvana or one of one of the places like that? And they deliver it to you. You know, and it sounds really cool. Really cool. I shop for my car sitting on my couch. They deliver it. Um, um, boom, boom, boom. And all that stuff happens. We've seen the other side of that where the great car gets delivered and then they bring it to the shop and mysteriously it needs thousands of dollars of repair. Seven day hassle free return policy. <laughs> they need to remove the word, the two words hassle free, um, because they don't like to return cars. Um, that's not part of the thing. So, um, but anyhow, so there's there's a lot of that way, a lot of things going on. I mean, I think uh, COVID, you know, a while back changed that where people weren't going to the dealerships and stuff. So how do you really go pick out a good automobile and, and find one that, you know, whether you're buying it online, whether you're buying it out of some auto trader thing or whether you're buying it from, you know, one of these box things that deliver it to you? What what's What's some of your thoughts on that, Tony? Get off your couch and go look at it. <laughs> well, now think, let's, okay. Let's think about this. You know, you know, we're lazy Americans. You know, you've got uh, family and stuff. How much Christmas shopping did you do sitting on your couch doing shopping? And don't tell me none because I see all the bills 
from Amazon coming to the shop. So you're buying a lot of crap online sitting somewhere. Well, yeah, that's different. I don't need to touch it, feel it, and look at it for rust and door dings and pings. But, and- but our customer out there may know absolutely nothing about an automobile. So how do they how do they pick out a good one and avoid a bad one? I know a lot of customers that may not know a lot of tangible things about an automobile, but I know a lot of people that know if I drive it and it shakes or if I press the brakes and it shakes or if it's got a check engine light on the dash or any of that type of stuff, I might not want to buy this car. And you're not going to find any of that out until you walk out to the car when they drive their nifty little uh, tow truck looking weird thing up to the door and they got the car on the back. So what about this? uh, What's that? uh, uh, Box guy that goes around and does the uh carfax (laughs) carfax fox carfax fox and stuff so you get that and stuff so tell us some fallacies about the carfax fox Mm. fox facts carfax so okay i'll go another direction i'll tell you about that (laughs) not everything gets uh reported to them um because not everything from dealers not everything from independents and and i'll just that's a whole different subject, but we don't report to that. So because the, the the proprietary information that you're giving of clients and vehicles and that type of stuff, I don't I don't think somebody like that needs to be involved in that. The biggest Number thing two, that gets, the biggest the thing, biggest thing that doesn't get reported is if it's not a police identified or an insurance involved accident, it does not get reported. So that, well, that car could have taken on severe severe damage and could have been ran in a. Uh, 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 what do they call it? Wives' night at the roundy round track, and, and it goes and I uh, goes around <laughs> the roundy round track. I don't know what that means. You're watching grocery getter drag races. You're watching too um, many of those uh, um, street outlaws. Yeah, some of that. But the um, point the the point of this is and though, that thing could have been totaled, okay. and you have no idea. Hold on, you Tony. So the 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 yang yang here between us is he always goes to the negative. The positive is I want to share it to you is if you had an accident and if you got an insurance check. Um, whatever that damage occurred on the car that is turned into somebody like a car fax or, you know, so the, so the car Fox fax, uh, guy gets to show that that's what, that's what gets turned in. But most generally a lot of services on that car do not get turned in. So you have no way of checking that data thoroughly on the automobile. I think the thing that Tony's talking about it is, is let's just use common sense. Let's look at a used couch or a new couch, and we can tell the wear. We can tell how it's the cushions are and stuff. Just visually take a look at the car. Look at see if 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 the door looks like it's a different shade of blue than the than the fenders. Let's look at the check engine light. Here's a small tip: look at the brake pedal, the rubber on the brake pedal, and look to see if it's really worn off, and the car only has forty thousand miles. That means somebody used the brakes a whole bunch, whether they were starting and stopping or the mileage isn't accurate. But th- that little rubber pad on the brake pad uh, on the brake pedal is a huge um, area to really check. Um, pay attention. Look at the floor mat on the driver's side. If the, if there's a hole uh, worn out from the heel of somebody on a thirty thousand mile car, probably miles aren't accurate. So there's some little telltale signs. But like Tony said, when you Here, drive it. Here's it, the problem, and, and we got to get back to what the caller asked. Yes, about Carvana and Vroom. Well, we act about buying something online or the gentleness of all of that. Yeah, but when you, everything that you're talking about, when you buy it online, you don't get to go do all this crap. 
and then you have a car dropped off in your driveway and now you have to do all this stuff and then you have to try to go let's say let's say you find uh the brake pedal with massive wear or my favorite thing to do is i take my hand and i run it along the door jams and if there's any crinkles in the door jam that thing's been broadsided what's a door jam like where the door meets the car so i don't know what that means that like the threshold uh, that you step over jam or to go inside kind of jam it? oh okay so if you open up the door that little yeah. threshold thing inside there yeah. it's like your door going into your house yeah and a lot of people okay. that that is the hardest part body shop wise to correct and fix without replacing the entire thing and get the seams to look factory and everything else so but a lot of people don't look at that um you know you don't get to look at any of this type of stuff until the car's dropped off in your driveway because you bought you you essentially bought it sight unseen and then if you do find issues, you have to go through the return policy. I cannot tell you how many repairs we have done to cars through Carvana, through Vroom, that type of stuff in the seven day window of the return policy that, that those places paid us to repair the car because the car had sat for so long that the brakes were rusted up and it did not stop making brake squeaks and brake noises and that type of stuff. That's the other problem. These these places bought these cars so fast in, in everything that they're just sitting in fields and they're sitting in parking lots and they're sitting in areas that they're rusting up and they're getting damage from those places. And then nobody figures out those that damage because that car doesn't get driven or anything. It just goes and gets a tow truck pulled up to wherever it's stored at. It's dropped off at your house. And the first person to drive that car to do a quality control test on that car is you, the consumer. It may be one of those cars that you saw in a hurricane coverage months ago floating down the street. Yeah, like that McLaren P1. <laughs> yeah. Floating down the street, and then mysteriously that car gets all fixed up and you get it. Here's, I guess, my wrap with this, with that. I would spin it back to this. Anytime you're buying an automobile, I hope that you have a trusted service center in your city, town, that you can take to, to like like our shops. We We do these all the time. We do a used car pre-inspection. Call up your buddy at the local service center and talk to Sally or Billy or Joey or whoever and, and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying this car. You talk to the dealer and say, the only, re- the only way I'll buy this car is if I have my local uh, mechanic shop check this car out, do an A to Z. We'll do a good health test on it. We'll tell you if the car looks like it's overall good, maybe needs a couple things fixed that maybe you can get the dealer to fix. Or maybe the dealer will lower the price and you can bring it to us and fix it. But either way, we'll give you a good health report. We'll give you a a good set of eyes by a professional because that's what we do every day. We want to make sure that you buy an overall good car that you can drive for a long time. And then we can, you know, help you service it, the, the little things as it needs. And we can help you avoid that bad apple too. So. That's a little bit, uh, thanks, that's a great question. A lot of people ask that, but please call your local shops and ask them. Mike and Tony Tadich from the Glove Box. Driving the discussion today is brought to you by Auburn Gear. With Auburn Gear, you enjoy the top-of-the-line American-made diffs. Our extensive lineup includes specialty models for your specific needs, from everyday driving to performance racing, hauling loads on the highway, or conquering the toughest trains. Auburn Gear has satisfied power enthusiasts for over 50 years. Visit auburngear.com for more.
Hey, Mike and Tony Tadich back at you from the glove box uh, with our uh, our segment called Driving the Discussion by Auburn Gear. Um, in this uh, section, we're going to talk about extended warranties and stuff. So Auburn Gear builds a lot of stuff for off-road vehicles and, you know, different types of things, drag race vehicles and a lot of performance type of stuff. So Jeeps. Jeeps, yeah. Probably extended warranties aren't going to apply with a lot of that stuff uh, when you're going out and beating on a little bit. But hey, Auburn Gear and the and the and the people at that—it's a great Indiana-based company as we are. They build an awesome product. Make sure to get online and uh, Google and check out that and uh, find out a place that you can buy those products and stuff because they really build great products for that. And again, it's a uh, all American-made product and uh, proud Indiana company as well. But uh, Extended warranties don't apply to a lot of stuff. I know. So extended warranties. I will tell you, um, Tony and I are both pretty good sports fans and stuff, and it's amazing how many commercials there are by ex-sportscasters, ex-athletes, ex-actors, you know, whatever. Athletes. Current athletes. Yeah, that are, that are promoting these extended warranties. And, and let me tell you something. Any single one of those people carrying that extended warranty on their car. <laughs> um, but they're really hustling all these extended warranties Maybe and stuff Rick like Blair. that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. That's not that's a really bad impression. Um, that was, it, that I was know. weak. I didn't get very, well, I, I'm, I'm old. I can't get it up that. I, I can't. Okay. We'll go back to this discussion. <laughs> My voice doesn't go that high. Um, anyhow, extended warranties and buying these warranties. So we think, okay, I want to get covered so my car doesn't break down. So I don't have to go to the shop and have this expensive repair done and I have to pay for it out of pocket. So you have these places either when you buy a used car, buy a new car. Wait, hold on. Brody, can you cue the Halloween music right now? Free, 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 free. I don't know what he's meaning about that. Young guys are making fun of me, I think. So. No. Some somebody's gonna they're gonna oh. get full coverage for these expensive okay. repairs. Yeah. Needs to be playing the Halloween music. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Uh, the uh siren should be going off, the yeah. rockets, the red flags, everything should be going off and stuff. So the the simple fact is, um, and Tony can dig into this a little bit more, but when we deal with a ton of them, and there are a few good ones there out there. Are like two. Yeah, we won't get into any names. We're going to stay away from that, but there oh, are man. a couple good ones. There's a couple names that you just shouldn't do. Okay, let's just stay away from that. Let's talk about them in generalities and stuff so we can stay off the legal side of this. Um, mm. The point of these uh, used car warranties are they sell you a product that's going to cover all these types of things. We see it from the other side. So we see how the consumer gets taken advantage of how they don't fix things, how they stretch things out, how they won't cover so many different things, how they only want to pay half of what it really takes to fix it and stuff. Um, but, um, you know, let's let's face facts. These big commercials and all these things you see on TV, it's a for-profit company. It's a company that sells you whatever the cost of extended warranty, $500, $5,000, whatever the cost is. It's a, it's a, an ability for them to make money and they make more money when they don't pay out any claims. So to think that they're going to go to bat for you and cover all these things is just a, is a false reality. But can you share a little bit more, maybe from the store level of, you know, why in most cases they're not very good. Let's, let's go to when you purchase a used car warranty first. 
So the next time you're at a car lot, a dealership, or wherever, the person that is selling you the used car warranty, I want you to ask them this question. How many claims have you called in um, in your service center yourself to this used car warranty company? And tell me a little bit more about that process. Because what you're going to find is the person that is selling you the used car warranty has never called in a claim more than likely also his never had to deal with what they cover and what they don't cover on the backside His never had to figure out if they only cover used components or new components and most of the time can't even answer to you what the maximum payout of your coverage is so you may pay five grand over the course of time for this used car warranty but it may have a maximum payout of thirty five hundred dollars and once you hit that maximum payout, you ain't getting another dime from it. They're holding their $1,500 profit. What's the other? Very good point. So asking them, you know, have you experienced it on the consumer side of this? What's the other question you maybe What's would ask? What's your commission that? for uh, selling this used car warranty? There There's you a $5, go. $5,000 used car warranty in a lot of places will carry a 10% commission. Yeah. So that person selling you this extended warranty may be making 500 bucks extra in a by selling it to you in a, in an extra in an extra spiff with this, so and again we're we have no qualms with some of those if you're looking for that and stuff. But I will here's tell you the qualms. And and here's the problem at the store level is, and this is what we see: you get promised the rainbow, uh, Care Bear countdown, blue sky, and everything else because this warranty, this piece of paper right here is going to pay for anything and everything that you have wrong with your vehicle for the rest of your life. And maybe that's a little exaggeration, but that's pretty much what most consumers hear um, when it's sold to them. And so then when they come to us and uh, their rear differential went bad, we just dealt with this one. The rear differential went bad. What kind of vehicle? Uh, Cadillac. Um, And... And the the rear differential is about $8,000 for a new one. And they won't pay that. They will only do a used one. But they won't do the used one that we would provide that's low mileage. They want to ship us a used one from God knows where. Um, and, and then they will not pay for the rear differential fluid. They won't pay for the U-joints going to the rear end because that's considered a wear item. Um, as well as the differential fluid is considered a wear item. They won't pay for the axle seal that's on the rear that needs to be done also. And then they don't have any coverage at all for the rustiness of the wheel bearings or the bolts or anything like that that's going to come apart. So for this repair, they're going to cover approximately maybe $1,200. And the customer is still going to end up out of pocket with probably another $1,200 on top of that at the very least. Yeah, we see see a lot of consumers having to pay... 25 to 50 percent out of pocket because a warranty company won't cover that so they'll do this they'll put a water pump on your car but they won't replace the coolant that leaked out they won't do a flush period they they will replace the air conditioning compressor on your car but they won't put the free on the uh stuff that makes the air, air cold back in the vehicle so there's all these little quirks and tricks and stuff like that so um there's just so many versions of those. I would ask you to check with your local service center that you work with. They can probably tell you a couple of the good ones. I would also tell you this, allow your local service center to make the call on your behalf. We do it. Our, all of our guys and gals on our teams 
make those calls because we deal with them every day. We know how to get the most out of your service, out, out of your used car warranty if you have one. Um, so we can avoid the pitfalls of those. Here's the um, other thing, and too. I will, let me, one one last piece with that. We we know how to get you the most out of those. Let us do that. And if your local shop doesn't do that for you, find one that will. Go ahead and top it with, off. With respect to that is the biggest problem that I see with used car warranty services um, and stuff is Number one, they won't pay for any loaner vehicles. They won't put you in a rental car. They won't do any of that type of stuff. Number two, if it is a large repair, they want to come out and they want to send an inspector out. So they want you to tear the car down, leave the car sitting on a hoist, so disassemble, remove disassemble components the from the back of the car um, and stuff. In this differential case, they want you to remove the differential. So that then makes the car immobile to where we can't move it in or out or do anything with it. They want to then call an inspector. The inspector takes two days to come out to look at the car, takes another two days to then send the report back to the warranty company. And then the warranty company takes another 24 hours to get us an approval. Well, guess what? I could have ordered your rear end, had it next day, had it repaired the next day and had it already back to you. You're down now uh, for a week to 10 days because you have a used car warranty. And is, is that really advantageous to you? Most people that I know need their vehicle turned around. And I will say a lot of us independent uh, uh, service centers that do have loaner cars and stuff will not give you a loaner car now because of the turnaround time that they lack in a lot of these repairs. So the number one reason to take that much time, and it's great points, Tony, to take that much time because they'll think they'll get sick and tired of it and you'll just walk away and pay for it and then they don't have to do it. So if you want to hear the uh, honest opinion in 99% of the used car warranties from Mike and Tony Tads from the glove boxes, don't buy one. Don't put, carry it in your glove box. Put it. <laughs> yeah. Don't put it in our glove box. Um, put it, put the money that you would spend on it in the bank, pay for your own repairs, work with your local shop to do that. But if you do have one, good shops like ours will help you get the most that we can out of it. And we'll maximize what you can get out of it. Just understand you're never going to get out of a repair for totally free. Just doesn't happen anymore. And at some point in time, we'll share a bunch of horror stories of this. Yeah, like times where it. I put an engine in and they paid out the $3,500 okay. maximum. And the customer still had to pay $3,500 out of pocket. All right. Uh, Tony's I, on a roll right now. So Mike yeah. and Tony Tadich, independent shop owners, Northern Indiana, from the glove box. Hey, this is uh, father and son team, Mike and Tony Tadich. Uh, just want to thank you for hanging out with us again today. So you got anything to wrap up, Tony? It's uh, uh, shutting the glove box time. So we'll see you next time on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Make sure you're here for our next one. Have a question for Mike and Tony? Call it in at 888-201-0858. This podcast is brought to you by TMT Automotive and Momentum Drives Marketing.